At this moment, we heard a great tumult under the terrace of the Elysee Bourbon. It arose from two regiments of TRRs of the guard, which were formed of volunteers from among the workmen of the Fabric Saint Antoine. They were defiling in disorder in front of the garden, at the head of an innumerable column of people calling loudly for the emperor to place himself at their head and lead them against the enemy, requesting him to suffer them to execute justice on the traitors who spoke of sending commissioners to the headquarters of the enemy in order to sell France again, as they had done in 1814, those regiments composed a part of the force, which on the previous evening had been placed under my command. The emperor commanded me to order them to return to their post, presenting himself to the people, addressed them in order to allay the effervescence. One of the orators of the Fauberg addressed him in return and reminded him of the 18th Brumaire. The emperor interrupted him, raised his voice and said, you remind me of the 18th Brumaire, but you forget that the circumstances are very different. On the 18th of Brumaire, the nation was unanimous in its desire for a change. Nothing but a very feeble effort was necessary to accomplish the desired object. At present, torrents of French blood must be shed, a single drop of which shall never be shed by me in defending a cause which is wholly personal. The slightest signal of approbation instead of this address at the heads of the deputies who had eagerly accepted the abdication would have fallen as a bloody evidence of the love of the people for the sovereign whom they had chosen. The two regiments yielded obedience to the order which I was sent to convey, but on returning from the discharge of this commission, I could not refrain from expressing to the emperor the regret which I felt at his having arrested the hands of the people, which alone was strong enough to have defended Paris from the defilement of the enemy and suffering myself to be led away by the strength of my convictions and my devotedness to his cause. I ventured to call his attention to the difference which in opposition to his view, existed between the circumstances of the 18th Brumaire and those in which we were then placed. At the former period, there was need of an army to overturn an established government. At present, the object was safe, a legitimate government in France, and nothing further was necessary than to allow the people free scope, and they would execute justice upon their traitors. Napoleon, who had suffered me to proceed so far, interrupted me at this point by saying to put into action the brute force of the masses would, without doubt, save Paris and assure me the crown without having recourse to the horrors of civil war. But this would also be to risk the shedding of rivers of French blood. What is the compressive force which would be sufficiently strong to regulate the outburst of so much passion? hatred and vengeance? No, said he, I can never forget one thing, that I have been brought from Cannes to Paris in the midst of cries for blood, down with the priests, down with the nobles. I would rather have the regrets of France than possess its crown. I proceeded no further. Respect forbade me to say more. Fouché and the Royalist Committee, although aiming at very different objects, 
for a moment united in their efforts to give currency to the conviction that Napoleon's abdication in favor of his son would be the anchor of safety against the entry of the Allies into Paris. And the return of Louis XVIII, the leading man of the two chambers, and everyone in Paris who had or could have any influence whatever upon legislative assemblies or the workshops. I had received confidential communications respecting the dispositions of Austria and the negotiations which, as it was said, Boucher, without the knowledge of the emperor, had been carrying on with the cabinets of Vienna and Petersburg, abdication of the emperor, as they assured those whom they addressed, would save the empire and the French Revolution, of which it was the fruits. And the king of Rome being proclaimed, the allied armies would stop as if by enchantment.